Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with Chris McPherson. What a day it was at Lincoln Financial Field. The Eagles with their first of two open practices, and the fans came, saw, and had a great time watching the Eagles in full pads for the first time during this training camp period. Yes, after all the moves that happened this offseason, finally the fans had their first glimpse and it was also, you could say, a Hall of Fame edition here at Alumni Day as the Eagles honored the former legends who once graced the field and announced that they are inducting two former greats into the team's Hall of Fame. Yeah, we'll get you caught up with everything going on. There's a lot happening with the football team circa 2015 and, of course, a lot happening with a tribute to the past. Let's go to Alex Smith for our Eagles 360 update. Hi everyone, Alex Smith here with your 360 update presented by Sports Authority. The sun is shining here on Lincoln Financial Field as the Eagles host their first of two open training camp practices. Today, head coach Chip Kelly kicked things off by talking about yesterday's injury to outside linebacker Travis Long, who sustained his third ACL tear in three years. Today, Chip Kelly talked about what the outside linebackers group can now expect without Long. We're in a punt return drill, and I th he, uh, he literally, it wasn't really a contact drill. He was just getting fit up and kind of stepped the wrong way, and I think he knew it when it happened, uh, just because it's happened to him before, and you know, I don't think there's a real explanation for it, to be honest with you. You just feel awful because it, it, we've watched him through the whole process. He's been here the whole time. You watched him rehab. I think all the players felt the same way because they, they know how much he's got invested in this, and it's, you know, as I, when I talk to him and, you know, on the field, and then when we got the final answer last night in terms of what it was, is I, you really can't put it into words in terms of what it is. Another note that Chip Kelly touched upon today was DeMarco Murray not taking any team reps on Sunday, and according to Kelly, that had to do with a hydration issue that the team sports science department noticed before practice. That was our decision. There's a, we do have a hydration status test, and, and he was a little bit high, and, and obviously when you see guys that are high from a hydration standpoint, then you kind of pull them back a little bit because that's when they're susceptible for an injury, so that was a training staff coaching decision. And sticking on the topic of sports science today, Kelly mentioned that offensive tackle Jason Peters is in the best shape that Kelly has seen him in three years, and that goes hand in hand with the team's sports science program. And he came in in the best shape he's come in in his career. You know, he's at the, the best weight. When you talk to him, I think he feels the best. He's worked extremely hard um, on the strength and conditioning aspects, taking care of his body, I think, which as you start to get older in this league, you know, that's the key to a lot of it is, is uh, you know, sometimes when you're 21, 22, you can do whatever you want and you don't have to get as much sleep and you can do all those things. But as you start to get a little bit older, you really got to be conscious of everything you're doing. And J JP's been great with that. And I, uh, I think he's in the best shape coming into camp as he's been. This being year three, better than year one and better than year two. So we're excited to see where he goes. Going back to the Eagles outside linebacker situation, we were able to catch up with Connor Barwin after today's practice. And Barwin spoke about the extra work that he's been putting in with Marcus Smith. I mean, I've kind of always done that. Um, and I've just kind of made sure that he knows that he should be doing that with me. And it's just a little bit of extra work, so you feel like you can, you know, gain on people that aren't doing that. Uh, and it just kind of slows things down a little bit, really kind of hone in on some of the technique. Because rushing the passer is not something you can really work on that much, because uh, it's hard to replicate. So, you know, I think taking 10 minutes to kind of slow it down and just work on the technique part of it uh, can help you. For most fans, today was their first look at the 2015 roster in action. And it was also the first look that some of the new acquisitions had on the fans. We caught up with Byron Maxwell, who spoke about what he saw from today's audience. It was crazy, but yeah, it was different, of course. You know, you know, we walked out. It wasn't good. With it. You know, we didn't like what we did when we come here, but um, hopefully we can do that to a lot more teams here. 
Last but certainly not least, the Eagles announced that two new members will be joining the franchise's Hall of Fame on October 19th, as running back Brian Westbrook and linebacker Maxie Bond will join the team's Hall of Fame. Westbrook spoke at a press conference today about what his career with the Eagles meant to him. Um, I, I think you have a, a good idea of what you've done, but I also think that as time continues, you get a better sense of how special winning all those games that, that we won, you know, even before I got here, a couple years before, that the span between 2000 and 2008 or 9, 2010, uh, we, were, we were able to win an awful lot of games. And so when, when your team doesn't do as well, they haven't made it to the playoffs and won games like that, it makes it, you know, what you did in the past a little bit more special. Um, it's a hard feat, you know, we had a really good football team. And we had guys around me that, that were great. But at the same time, it's hard to do what we did. Um, and I think for us in the city, we kind of take it for granted just a bit. And we didn't realize how, how important, how easy, I mean, not, not easy, how hard it is to get to that point. And now, I think because of the, the winning, we haven't won as many playoff games, of course, as we are expected to. Um, you know, it, it, now you can see a little bit better how special that team was. And for continuing coverage on Eagles training camp, as well as all the latest info that you need on the two newest Eagles Hall of Famers, be sure to keep it right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Well, thank you very much, Alex. One of the themes uh, for us today, Chris, will be the linebacker positions outside and inside the Travis Long injury. Uh, certainly makes things a little muddled in terms of depth outside. Certainly. Travis Long was in the competition along with Marcus Smith for that third outside linebacker role. Tough break to see a kid who worked so hard to come back from last year's ACL injury to suffer it once again almost exactly a year later. Marcus Smith, last year's first-round pick, he has all the tools in the world. He said last year he was just thinking too much on the field. Now he has to put it all together. He has to make that proverbial jump from year one to year two. But the question, as you mentioned, Dave, the depth behind that, if you say Marcus Smith is your number three, who becomes your number well, four? Is it Brian Bramey? Long way, we, a long way to go in training camp. Nothing is decided. Good competition behind Connor Barwin and Brandon Graham. More to get to when Eagles uh, return, when we return here at Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity. We're going to talk a lot about the linebackers, a lot about Alumni Day, a lot about the day at Lincoln Financial Field, and we take a look ahead. The Dallas Cowboys, the home opener in the regular season, and we'll go behind enemy lines when we return. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. Regional rail. I step to Philly. The 17 to training. Broad Street Line. To my parkway. Market Frankfurt Line. All night. Carbs to compete. Electrolytes to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating. Section 512, row 6, seats 7 through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time, we can't be there. Please treat them right. To get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress warm, gloves, hats, warm boots. Eric sits in the middle. Uncle Paul sits on the aisle. And if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place a fan can trust. Buy and sell 100% verified authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another. 
With extra 20 checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? Comcast Sportsnet is giving away a pair of Eagles season tickets. Enter to win at PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash CSN Philly. Dave Spadaro, Chris McPherson. It's Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity, and we're talking linebackers. We mentioned it in the previous segment, Chris, about Marcus Smith. Let's talk about what he needs to do to stake his claim and to earn the coach's trust. Talented guy, long arms, looks the part, uh, but didn't contribute at all as a rookie. No, and... You know, it's tough for pass rushers, I think, a lot of times to make that jump from college to the NFL. Now, he was a conference defensive player of the year. He played in a 3-4 scheme, so he did everything that the Eagles are going to ask of him to do at this level. But, again, the learning curve was a little too big for him that first year. You did see some other rookies, guys like Jordan Matthews, make the instant jump. But from that outside linebacker spot where you have to set the edge against a run, drop back in coverage, get after the quarterback, it can be a lot more difficult. You don't always see rookies do well in that first year. That's why I think a lot of people on the outside were very difficult and criticized him, although you were expecting to see more than 70 snaps from him on defense last season. I still think there's a lot of promise there. It seems like he took the right attitude this offseason. Yeah, he now changed he's got, his diet, yeah. you know, got added stronger, muscle, right. got stronger, did and, all the right things. And we'll there. see what happens. We're going to find out during the course of not only training camp but the preseason. Brad Jones also taking reps on the outside. So the Eagles do have some options, and they will keep their eyes open for a replacement. Uh, they are always looking for depth. And they knew coming into training camp, that behind Connor Barwin and Brandon Graham, a lot of question marks about the depth on the edge of this remade Eagles defense. Uh, Chris, now it's time to kind of look ahead here. When the Eagles get into September and start fighting for the NFC East, the team to beat in the division, let's face it, everybody, I hate to say it, the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, indeed. The home opener against those hated Dallas Cowboys. And after the break, we're going to go behind enemy lines and talk with Brad Sham, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles got DeMarco Murray. What are the Cowboys going to do to replace Murray on their end? We're going to find out next here on Inside Training Camp, presented by Xfinity. However you do sports, However you do fun. However you do summer. Do it at Sports Authority. Shop thousands of great deals this summer. Sports Authority. Huh, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Yeah, everybody knows that. Well, did you know that playing cards with Kenny Rogers gets old pretty fast? You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. What? You get it. No I way. get the gist, yeah. yeah. Okay. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. At Lincoln Financial, we believe you're the boss of your life, the chief life officer. On the road. In charge of creating memories, planning futures, and keeping promises. Ask your financial advisor how Lincoln Financial can help you take charge of your future. Life, income, retirement, group benefits, and advice. 
Lincoln Financial, you're in charge. Mel Reese is the longest tenured play-by-play voice in the entire NFL. Number two is our guest on today's edition of Behind Enemy Lines. That's Brad Sham, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Brad, the Cowboys made it clear that they valued Des Bryant over DeMarco Murray this past offseason in free agency. So how important was it that they got the long-term deal done before the start of training camp? You know, um, well, it was, it, it was important. I, I think it's a little misleading to say that they made it clear that they valued um, Des over DeMarco. It's an easy conclusion to reach since they didn't sign DeMarco, obviously, and they did sign Des. I, I think they valued them both. I think the question was which one. In fact, I know they valued them both a great deal. The question is which one made more fiscal sense down the road in a big contract. And I think you'd find almost anyone in the NFL uh, would tell you that a running back three years, what DeMarco will be three years from now, that that's going to be a little more problematic in a salary cap world uh, than a wide receiver. It, it's, um, it's not right to say that they didn't value DeMarco Murray in 2015 or even 2016. Now, having said all that, you know, I, in my mind, this is just me, because Des claims that he was ready to sit out games, and I think you have to take uh, uh, any person at their word, but that didn't make a lot of sense. Because today, as you well know, once you get, if you're franchised, once you get past the deadline, there's no negotiating. So if you talk about missing games under the franchise tag as as a wide receiver in 2015, you're just talking about putting a match to three quarters of a million dollars a game. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You never get that money back. Plus, Des really, really loves to play. I mean, all football players like to play, but it's in Des's DNA. So I never thought he was going to miss any games. I thought the biggest part of the deal from their standpoint was just not having to have that cloud hanging over him going to training camp. He's, he'll be enthused. He's all fired up. And his teammates don't have to answer questions about what do you think Des is doing? What do you think Des's attitude will be like when he gets back? And that's, that's a positive. So, Brad, what is the fallout from the running back standpoint? You know, obviously they're not going to have DeMarco Murray. They do have Joseph Randall coming back. Uh, they signed Darren McFadden this offseason. How do you think they're going to be able to sustain the running game without last year's league's rushing champion? It, it is clearly the most asked question about their camp, with, with obvious good reason and the most unanswerable, because the answer can't come until the end of the year. The short answer is that they're going to, I think, use a committee. Now, someone might step forward. We don't know. But likelihood is, right now, they have the two guys you mentioned. They have Lance Dunbar. They've got Leitch Sistrunk, who I don't know if he'll make the team or not. Um, so, so we'll see who might be able to – I don't know if they'll pick up anybody else. I don't think they will, but you never know. But, you know, the key is not in replacing DeMarco Murray's production because that's not going to happen. Uh, and, and I don't know – this is the other imponderable. If DeMarco were here, the likelihood, based on no evaluation of DeMarco Murray, based on – 
all of the research in NFL history on running backs, if DeMarco were still here, the likelihood is that it would have been difficult for him to duplicate that production. Now, he might be the exception. Um, he might very well be the exception. But what they have to do is run the ball. It doesn't, they don't have to have one guy get 80% of their carries and 1,800 yards. and They don't have to have that. What they have to do is run the ball. They have, to, they have to commit to the running game the way they did last year, and they have to run it enough to be able to run their offense and, and um, dictate the style of play. I don't, I don't know that that translates into specific numbers. Brad, let's take one quick look at the defense here. It performed better than I think most people expected last season. This offseason, they signed Greg Hardy. They drafted Randy Gregory. Some boomer bust type prospects, if you will. Are you surprised at all? that they took that approach after the success that they had last season? You know, I'm not surprised, and, uh, and here's why. Those of us who sat there in Green Bay in January and watched them uh, not be able to run down a one-legged man, uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is arguably the best quarterback in football, but, but he was on one leg that day, and they couldn't get anywhere near him. And if they'd had any kind of, even with the catch or the non-catch or whatever, um, they, I mean, they're, look, they're in the conversation. I don't know how good they are. I don't know if they're better than the Eagles. I don't know if they'll win the East. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. But they're, but they're certainly in the conversation. And when you get close and you have veteran players uh, and the window's closing and you see a glaring weakness, you've got to go address it. So, uh, th- look, there's a lot of conversation and uh, a lot of controversy about the signing of Hardy. Uh, but just from a football standpoint, they're not going to have him for four games. Uh, but now, now Gregory's a different guy. That's the evaluation of Gregory and whatever his issues were off the field in college should be completely separated from Hardy. It's two different things. Uh, Gregory is a guy who's got a pretty good future, uh, at least a bright one as as a football prospect. Hardy just in football terms, should be able to help after the first four games. They're also going to miss Rolando McLean for the first four games, and he's a little different guy. Their defense looks better than last year. Going At this time last year, most of us down here thought they might win four or five games if they were lucky because we thought the defense was going to be horrific. And it wasn't horrific. It was just average or a little below average. So... Um, now they got to try to get up to a little above average and keep the offense going. If they can do that, then they'll elevate themselves in that conversation. As you mentioned there, Brad McLean and Hardy will miss the Eagles' home opener week two against the Dallas Cowboys. Brad Sham, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, thank you very much for taking us behind enemy lines here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. You can't find a great doctor just anywhere. Sure you can. Specialists? Yep. Primary care? You bet. Jefferson Doctors. Take a look at this. Excellent doctors, lots of locations. Call 1-800-JEFF-NOW. Wow, that's a good number. 1-800-JEFF-NOW? It sure is. I meant a good number of doctors. I meant a good number four doctors. I've got a feeling this could go on for a while. No, it can't. You'll interrupt the announcer. Find a Jefferson doctor. Call 1-800-JEFF-NOW for an appointment. Section 512, row 6, seats 7 through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time, we can't be there. Please treat them right. To get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress warm, gloves, hats. 
Warm boots. Eric sits in the middle. Uncle Paul sits on the aisle. And if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place a fan can trust. Buy and sell 100% verified authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another. Experience the power of physical therapy at NovaCare Rehabilitation. We know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800-770-6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare. The power of physical therapy. Stop by your McDonald's for the summer break menu. Choose from a delicious double cheeseburger, filet of fish six-piece chicken McNuggets, or a snack wrap, plus a small fry for just $2.50, and bring brighter days to your summer. Only at McDonald's for a limited time. I'm loving it. We welcome you back. Dave Spadaro, Chris McPherson here. It's Inside Training Camp, presented by Xfinity, and linebacker is a huge theme here, and it was a huge theme for the Eagles in the offseason. Chris, the big trade, LaShawn McCoy goes to Buffalo. The Eagles get back Kiko Alonso. Your initial reaction? Well, surprise, obviously, to see LaShawn McCoy go. Now, you saw his role decrease throughout the course of the year, but you also understood that the Eagles had to get better, had to get more depth at that inside linebacker position. Michael Kendricks missed four games last year. D'Amico Ryans missed the second half of last season. Najee Good, a player with starting potential, pretty much missed the entire season, so the Eagles realized they had to get stronger at the inside linebacker position. And they think they did that by acquiring Kiko Alonso from the Buffalo Bills, former Oregon Duck, outstanding as a rookie, missed last year with an injury. How does he fit in with the Eagles? Well, he's our Eagle in Focus with Bo Wolf. Hello, Eagles fans. I'm Bo Wolf, and welcome to Eagle in Focus, where our focus today goes on one of the more intriguing players on this Eagles roster. A week before the NFL League year began on March 10th, reports surfaced that the Eagles were ready to ship all-time franchise leading running back with Sean McCoy to the Buffalo Bills in exchange for linebacker Kiko Alonso. Kiko Alonso, so impressive in his rookie season in 2013, earning Defensive Rookie of the Year honors, 159 tackles, and more importantly, Alonso played every single defensive snap for Buffalo in 2013. We've heard that the Eagles want three down linebackers. Alonso was an every down linebacker for the Bills, and then of course his 2014 season lost to a torn ACL. Now he is fully healthy and ready to become one of the monsters in the middle for a stacked trio of inside linebackers for the Eagles. Rick Minter, the inside linebackers coach, has been impressed not only with Alonzo's ability on the field, but for his passion for the game. We broke him down two years ago, loved to have had him then, and all of a sudden, you know, as a as the backer coach, I never thought he'd land in my lap this quickly. And uh, so I'm riding home one night listening to the radio like everybody else saying, hey, we made a trade and we gained a linebacker. So my ears perked up. That's the first time in two years that we'd really been getting any new blood in the room. And uh, so I was excited about it. He's, uh, he's another bright, uh, smart guy. The thing separates him from a lot of guys. He's got physical qualities, but I think what this guy has is absolute love of the game. I mean, this guy brings passion and energy to Jim Rat. You know, kind of comes early, stay late type guy, ask you questions, ask good questions. Uh, so he's going to be a pleasure to coach. In Alonzo, Michael Kendricks, and D'Amico Rines, the Eagles have perhaps the league's best trio of inside linebackers. But the question now becomes, how will Bill Davis figure out a way to get all three players on the field as long as they are healthy? 
We can't wait to find out how Davis does it. For Eagle in Focus, I'm Bo Wolf. Thank you very much, Bo Wolf. We're looking for Kiko Alonso all the way through this training camp and into the season, expecting him to have a huge impact with this defense. Reminder, no practice tomorrow. Eagles are off on Wednesday, and that means that inside training camp is off as well. We'll return Thursday. In the meantime, make sure you check us out here. We go one-on-one -on -one with Walter Thurman, one of the more interesting players, suddenly in a spotlight role in the Eagles defense. Yes, indeed. You know, he was asked to go from corner to safety. It's something that Malcolm Jenkins did or in his career. Thurman impressed the coaches throughout the spring. He has that range, good football IQ. He's looking to win that starting job opposite of Jenkins. And we'll, uh, again, keep looking at Walter Thurman, one of the many players. I mean, is there, I think there's every player, <laughs> every position. It's just, you watch practice today and it's like, who's that? Who's that? What's going on over there? It was a lot of fun at Lincoln Financial Field. Thanks so much to all the fans who came out, all the alumni who came back to say hello and to shake hands and sign autographs for the great Eagles fans out there. For Chris McPherson, I'm Dave Spadaro. We thank you for joining us today on Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.